Hi there, Darla Delane here, founder of She CEO, and today we're going to talk about eagerness. It's um, one of those words we don't probably use a whole lot in our vocabulary. However, it is incredibly powerful in this whole process that starts with us kind of visioning, creating, knowing what we want and actually going through the steps of letting ourselves have what it is that we want. So this eagerness piece is kind of smack dab in the middle and then is the feeling we want to keep coming back to. So let's let's talk about eagerness a minute. So to be eager means a couple of things. It insinuates if I'm eager about something, then I know it's our I already know it's going to happen right? It's not excited. It's not hopeful, although it has kind of those mixed in with it. Eagerness is this real knowing that this thing is coming and I'm super like, I, I'm just like really, really ready for it, right? So it has to do with this anticipation of it. It's kind of like a, a, a birthday party back when we were all excited about turning a year older, <laughs> so, but it's like a birthday party or a present or Christmas or Hanukkah or some holiday, you know, we're getting to see people. Uh, we have this eager right now. We're all experiencing an eager anticipation. We, we've come out of the, oh my God, what's going to happen? Will we never get to see people again? We're not there. We're kind of coming out into this eager anticipation of being able to be with the people that we want to be with, of going to places that we love. I have just um, had one of the Facebook memories come up of uh, two of my closest friends. And uh, two years ago when I'd gone to visit in New York City and they were still living there, they've since moved, but we got together in Bryant Park and it was just so wonderful. And so it was those two people who I love dearly and this place, New York City, and we were in Bryant Park, which is one of my favorites. So there's this eager anticipation of what we love and what we want and what we know could be and can be and excitement about that coming. Now, do we know when that will be? No, and it's okay because we know it will be. And that's what eager anticipation does for you in this whole process of kind of thinking of something you want to materializing having it in front of you. Um, it's, it's not the massive action to get it. It's not taking it. It's this, I already know that I have it. I already know that New York's still there. Uh, I already know that one day I'll be able to go there again. I already know that, you know, I can talk to these friends. I can be with family. I'm, I'm just now knowing more that I actually will have it. So I have this anticipation of it coming, right? Uh, we do this in our business too. It's like we set up a business because we have this big why. This why of, I really want to help. Like for me, I really, really like, I get so excited when I'm working with this type A powerhouse woman who has these crazy big dreams and is like heading for it, knows they're capable of doing it and and we're working together because they are not going to give up their life for it either. And when we're working together, that's my why. 
So it's like knowing I can really help her get that that she wants, right? And so I set up a business for that. So in that, I fully expect to have clients that I can work with like that, right? Like your business you set up, you fully expect to have customers and clients. That's why it's a business. If it wasn't, it would be a hobby and you could just do whatever on your own, right? But with your business, you expect clients. You also, because it's a business, you're going to invest money in it, right? And you expect to have a profit, to have this company turn a profit at some point, to you know you have money you need to put in it for starting it up, you know that there are costs associated with that because there's other services that you want to use in your business, so you know you wanna pay for those, and someday you expect to turn a profit. You have an eager anticipation of that. So when you first start off, you've got this why, what you want to do, you know how you want to do it, you're creating, you're you're like you're all in this connected, appreciative, loving space for yourself, letting yourself have what you want, right? Then we get into it and something in our brain reminds us of when someone else started getting paid or what it what we're seeing we're taking some data in about other people getting paid and we start to question whether we will or not. All that does is slow down our receiving of it because it takes our attention off of it, right? Like instead of having our attention on this eager anticipation of it happening, in which case we get inspired about what to do and it's all this real fun, we turn our attention to what if it doesn't? Uh, why hasn't it yet? Uh, what what's wrong with me? What's going on? What's wrong? And that attention then slows down us having it because we're not paying attention to what could inspire us to have it. Totally different than looking for solutions for even more. That comes from an eager anticipation place. So if I know it's coming, I'm super eagerly anticipating it. Like I'm I'm really excited about my clients that'll be that I'll be working with and I can be thinking about them and putting free content out there that I know is going to help them right now so that they'll know what I do. And then I'm like, "Ooh, I, I want to talk to them more." Then I get inspired of something to do. And so, oh, I'll do this live on eager anticipation because they need that, right? It's like when I come up with what I'm going to do a live on, it's not just because I've got this list that they have to know and that's what I'm supposed to do. I get inspired about what they need because I'm thinking about them and I'm super excited to work with them. And so I'm like, hey, try this right now. And I still want to work with you. And here's what I do. And so it's like this win-win of this eager anticipation of them. One day we're working together, right? But if I'm over here going, I don't have enough clients, I don't have enough clients, I don't get inspired. I start looking at what I think I should be doing. I start looking at what other people are doing. And, and that's where we head. Oh, I need to post three times a day. I'm not doing it enough. You know, it's like, that may not be it. What are you inspired to do is more likely because your energy is going to be much more high vibe attracting. You'll be like magnetizing them to you. Eager anticipation magnetizes people to you. Like when you see someone and you come across somebody that's like super excited, you're like, what's happening? Oh, I, you know, I won the lottery. Like, do you have the money yet? No, but I won and it's coming. When are you getting it? I don't know, but I did. I won. Right? That's like eager anticipation of it, right? 
And when you first started your business, you probably had that, you know, super eager anticipation of clients. And then a certain time period goes along and we, we lose that. Keeping as much eagerness in your life during the day will mean more open to allowing. Like that path of least resistance opens up and it gets wider. And you're not worrying about how and you're not worrying about when. You're just excited about it. And in that space, that appreciation space, you're able to really get more intuitive ideas. You're able to, maybe you do run across something someone else is doing. You're like, ooh, I could do that in a different way and it would really work for my clients. You say, knowledge isn't bad. It's not a bad thing to learn new stuff, but it's why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you should be doing it? Or are you doing it because you're like super excited and you, you have this eager anticipation? So if I have a birthday and it's my birthday and everybody's put presents all around me and they're beautiful and they're wrapped in the bows and the cards and it's all sitting and you know most people's look on their face when they're sitting there in front of their birthday presents and the birthday cake, right? There's this eager anticipation of opening the gifts. And it's not, you know, when we were kids, it's what's in there. It's more about this awesome receiving that someone cared about you and got something for you. It's just this is awesome. You know, so you're kind of eager. You're anticipating what, what's going to happen next. You don't know. There's a surprise involved. So there's this eager anticipation. There's a little bit of a surprise involved. And the surprise isn't a bad thing. It's not like, oh my God, I don't know all the facts and I don't know everything is going to happen. I don't know what's in those gifts, so I don't want to open them. It's not that. There's the surprise that's like this super full of, of excitement involved in that surprise. And now you're sitting there and you've got all these presents in front of you and the phone rings and it's somebody else wishing you happy birthday. So you get on the phone and you talk to them and you're super excited. The presents don't go away. They're still sitting there. And so you go back and you look and now you get to open one at a time. You open the present and yes, it's a gift. And as adults, usually it's like, it doesn't matter what's in there. We're, we're surprised by what we've gotten. We're so appreciative. It's like, oh, somebody showed their love. You know, it's like you're getting to do that. This openness, people are drawn to. They're drawn to that eager anticipation. They're drawn to your excitement and your knowing because they are wanting that too. Everyone wants to feel peace. Everyone wants to, instead of like suffering, you know, everybody wants to feel appreciation rather than, you know, feeling afraid of something or irritated or frustrated or worried. Eager anticipation says you're not worried. Eager anticipation also physically helps your body. You are sending out those good hormones rather than the ones that break you down. So the worry sends out hormones that mark you into, push you into gear, but those are the hormones that are not good for your body. The eager anticipation sends out hormones that energize you and have you do things and get inspired about stuff but they're the good ones that help your body be healthier. There's a reason for that. We're supposed to be feeling good. 
joy is our natural state of well-being. It's it's how we are until we start letting our brain take over with all the thoughts of the past and our perceptions of experiences that tell us something's wrong. This is how we're supposed to live is in this joy and excitement and eager anticipation. It's like this, the joy of being alive, you know, not, not knowing what's going to happen next. Now, we've all just gone through a situation where we did not know what was going to happen from day to day. And in that, those that felt the fear, the fear stronger, suffered more internally. Those that, that were aware and eagerly anticipated an end, a vaccine, a, some way of, you know, uh, some treatment or that they were healthy and just wanted to do something that would help other people have gone through this occasion in a whole different way. You will see now there's this very, very deeper split between people living in fear and worry and concern and people living in eager anticipation of what's next. And some people were talking about, all right, I can't do what I used to do. And they were using the attitude of an eager anticipation of a new way of doing something that might be innovative, that might help in the long run, that might be better than what we're doing right now. That's what eager anticipation does. Fear has you turn against yourself. It has you turn against other people. That's what worry and concern does. You snap at people. You aren't good to yourself. Um, you know, we, we eat things that make us feel crappy. We drink too much, makes us feel crappy. It's like, that's what we do in worry and concern. <clears throat> but when you're in eager anticipation, what you eat tastes so much better. You know, if you have a drink, it tastes so much better. You're having so much more fun. It's like, you're just in this higher vibe space and everything you do works better. Your body works better. Your business works better. The main piece to this though is we decide we want something for a reason. It's because we want it, because it's gonna make us happy. We decide we want a business because working that business will make us happy. Not just the money we get from the business, but what we do in the business makes us happy, as well as the financial reward. So that was created in this appreciative space and the more we eagerly anticipate what's coming next, how we're going to do something, rather than worry, the more we're allowing it in, the more it can materialize easier because we're not blind to when it comes to us. We're not deaf to ideas that, that would really be helpful. We really are open and we know our gut knows. It knows. It has this knowing that if I created this, I can have it. And in that knowing sprouts this eager anticipation. <clears throat> so this eagerness is your part of your daily work. We've talked before about different things that are really your work of the day. Appreciation is your work of the day. Whenever you notice your feelings are, you're not feeling good, that's awesome. Because that, that feeling, not I don't feel good, is a signal where your attention is. Are you paying attention to a fear or worry or anger or something like that? Are you paying attention to 
you feel good, you're usually paying attention to anticipation and eagerness and appreciation. So our feelings are awesome because they let us know which direction we're headed, right? And so this eager anticipation, when you start to worry, if you can remind yourself, hey, I, I already created this business. I already know what's coming from this because I know that this is this help I do is so fantastic. It's like, it's going to help them and I'm going to enjoy it. And I know there's this reciprocal financial reward that will come from me as well as my clients. So I can relax and just sit here in the eager anticipation of when the next client comes. And as I sit in that, I get inspired. I get inspired to go live. I get inspired to do a post. I get inspired to call someone or text someone or email someone. I may get inspired to go out for a walk. And while I'm on the walk, I get an idea that's going to really be an innovative way of doing something. So this is the key to your daily work of allowing yourself to have what it is you want in both your life and your business. Until next time, this is Darla Delane. Talk to you soon. Bye.